Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Hey, all you aliens in the Planetary Union, welcome to the official The Orville Podcast. I'm your captain, your podcast captain, Greggy, and uh, with me as always are my three wonderful first mates. Uh, to start us off this week, we've got science officer, Dr. Kevin O'Brien. He gets to be first this week. Mateys. Good to be back on the podcast, mateys. <laughs> so did you become a pirate while you were gone, Kevin? Yar, yar. Me sailing the seven seas looking for my white whale. And what is your white whale? I don't know, guys. Just joking around. I'm good. <laughs> um, good to be back. Um, thanks for having me back, for welcoming me back. I thought you guys might have replaced me. It was close. Like, a lot of the guests we had while you were gone were really, really good. Yeah. Um, but I guess... I don't even remember. Like, when's the, last time, when's the last time Kevin was on? Were you... Were you here when we covered season one? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. He was not on our first episode. So. Mm. Have you heard of the this guy, Alex Arbor, Kevin? <laughs> yes. Okay. You guys, I feel like I'm in crazy land and you guys are all um, like I'm in a haunted mansion and you guys are the paintings and you're just standing behind the walls. Why are the paintings behind the walls? Well, you're standing behind the walls. The paintings are hanging on the walls. And you're standing behind the walls and you're looking through the eyes of the paintings. And I keep looking at you guys and you guys are making googly eyes. (laughs) And it's scaring me. That does sound like an Orville episode. (laughs) And it sounds like us as well. That's something we would do. (laughs) It is. True. Okay. And uh, I'd like to welcome my other first mate. The numbers guy, Tim Trees. Welcome to the show, Tim. It's a happy day to be here. Uh, we've been waiting for this day for a while. Um, I'm just excited to be here. I'm just happy to be here with, with all of my friends. Of course, I'm talking about our fans. <laughs> okay. Hel- hello, Joe McGurl. <laughs> that's the that's only it. one? Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's the fan rundown. <laughs> I think we lost all of the other ones uh, in the like eight months it's been since we did an episode. Well, they're a bunch of like, they just want all finale talk and, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, some of these people, I don't know. Yeah. Millennials. 
They just want the finale. Is Andrew Gibbon still even listening? Oh, that's I, a good question. Andrew, if you're out there, let us know. You know, I really hope he still listens. It would be a legitimately heartbreaking if he, <laughs> if we'd gotten so bad that he dropped off. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, if you're still listening, please reply something mean to this tweet. That we tell us that we did something wrong. Leave us a voicemail if you're still listening. What's the matter, Andrew? Uh, you you too poor to afford a phone to <laughs> do our podcast. Yeah, Andrew, That's come so- on. <laughs> Uh, and I saved the best for last. Thank you. <laughs> We've got security officer and first mate Miranda here. Welcome well, to the show, hello. Miranda. Hello, Alex Arbor Day. Seems like some people have Thank forgotten you. the true meaning of the Orville, which yeah. is to say Alex Arbor Day. You got wood, buddy. <laughs> yes, uh, of course. I I even tried to prod Kevin with it, like, "Hey, have you heard of Alex Arbor?" Yeah. <laughs> well. My bad. Sorry, I've been out of it. I've been on the hunt for some Seth MacFarlane sightings, you know. Oh, is that your white whale? Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I was Seth. going to Boston. I was looking for him. I, I had this, like he's like it's like the birthplace of him of of America and of Seth MacFarlane. So two great things. And I figured if I go there, maybe he'll just be walking around or something like that. Was he? No. Oh. Well, keep keep at it. There's a lot of people wearing like uh, hoodies and stuff, and I'd snatch the hoodie off. I'm like, like what? I'm like, oh, sorry, I thought you were Seth MacFarlane, and you know they just say, "Buddy, I wish, <laughs> I wish I was Seth MacFarlane," and then we'd normally bond over that for a moment so they wouldn't get mad. So they should, all those people should be listening to the podcast now? They should be fans? Yeah. Well, I didn't talk about the podcast. I'm not going to tell a stranger on oh. a, a podcast. That would have been huge for us. Yeah. If you got another person to listen, they could have doubled our listenership. <laughs> Joe McGill in the second person. Joe's getting so lonely. <laughs> all, all of the posts he's making on our forum. Some of his fan fiction, though, is really hot. <laughs> we'll have to read that sometime because, oh my God, it's so steamy. Oh. A lot of it's about just about us, though, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's well, I appreciate after, it still. It's like after interior dark. podcasting room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Well, so, I think this was a good episode. We can wrap <laughs> it up. Go home. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So obviously, we've all seen the finale. From what I've heard listening to the fans and we were just doing a little joke earlier that there's only one person that listens. Um, of course we're constantly hearing from all the listeners all the time. Like I'm, I think maybe even a majority of the listeners have seen the finale. I'm um, just going by, you know, the emails and tweets and stuff we receive. Yeah. I mean, they should have watched it and that's good. If in the year 2018, you watched it like we all did. And then in the year 2018, you want to talk about that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, we here at the official The Orville podcast, we don't own a, a fucking time machine. So what the fuck do you want us to do? We're not gonna, this is a new year, new us. It's 2019, watching season two. Sorry, get over exactly. it. Uh, send your emails to I don't give a shit at <laughs> I don't give a shit dot com because, buddy, guess what? I don't give a shit. Mm. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go on record a little bit more fan positive. Um, 
<laughs> we love our fans. Our fans are our life. Uh, Joe, you're the best. Yeah, but if Joe wants us to talk about the finale, then like buy us a time machine. You know? Yeah, well, that I'm, part is valid. New year, new me. I would maybe use like a more positive tone than you did, but it is true, Joe. If you want us to cover the finale, you have to get us a time machine. Yeah, and that's just the way it is. That's the way it's been since the beginning of time. And if you want to change that, buddy, you need a time machine. So it's like either way. You got a couple options, but but you have to have a time machine no matter what. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is our choose your own adventure version of the podcast. And in the end, you buy us a time machine no matter what, no matter which. <laughs> choose your own path to buying a time machine. Yeah. And then use the time machine to go back to before we recorded the Hayes episode <laughs> and make sure it gets actually recorded. Yeah. yeah. If you want to hear us talk about the finale. Yeah. Don't but we are not doing it in 2019. That's a 2018 show. I mean, or is it a 2017 show? When was the finale aired? Uh, I think it was. Hmm. I think it was 2017. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> how long have we been doing this podcast? Wow! How many? What episode number oh, is this? Oh god! These are all good questions. Uh, <laughs> there's and, unfortunately there's no way to know. Yeah, <laughs> who, who can tell? I, I would guess this is episode 25. Just at a guess. Yeah, I think we are due to have a perfect square uh, episode number. So it's either 16 or 25. Well, it could be 36. Come on. Uh, we have not done 36. No way. Come on. Maybe you haven't. <laughs> I, I did miss three or four in a row there. So. Yeah. But hey, I don't have that reputation. Now Kevin's the one who misses all the episodes. But that was in the past. That was in 2018. Who cares? We're yeah. only looking at the future now. <laughs> New how have we done? How have we done twenty five episodes of this show? That doesn't make any sense. What the well, fuck? we did a lot where we were, you know, watching movies or writing our own scripts or uh, making like Jack Allison rewatch episodes with us. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. Love you on Twitter, right? I mean, who doesn't? But like, why would you be on this podcast and then to put <laughs> your wife bad. and then to like recommend your wife to do it is like crazy, dude. Bad career move. Like you're, just you're hitching yourself to this. Yeah, you have a reputation to uphold, Jack. Right, you're the you're the most beloved Twitter personality <laughs> in the world, and you go from that to this podcast. Come on, just think about what you got to lose, buddy. So. <laughs> <laughs> we love you jack uh come back on anytime yeah exactly next episode hopefully yeah if you want to talk about episode one again next episode we'll do it <laughs> that's a good idea maybe this season of the orville we'll just keep rewatching episode one over and over again <laughs> i like it so you know what <laughs> i don't I, I don't i'd rather trust you know the devil i know than the one i don't so i know this episode now, looking at my phone, I did prepare a soundboard of uh, our season two trailer. Do we want to do that? Is it for the, for the whole Dude. episode? And that, just whole and that just appeared on your phone just now. Well, I was thinking about doing it when Kate was on last time. Uh, but then we just talked about the episode the whole time. Oh, well, that's less interesting way. That's bad. 
Oh, it'd been cool if it just appeared on your phone right now, like some sort of hack, some sort of Russian hack or something. Oh, it could be. If it's a hacker, I don't want to do that. I mean, I'm just trying to get us our, some more ears on this show. So if we talk about Russian hacking, we're going to get some. Yeah, just, yeah, this is good. Just some straggler people who love that type of shit. <laughs> True. We could get Jen Kirkman to guess then. Yeah. Oh, that my, would girlf- be- <laughs> my girlfriend listens to Jen Kirkman's podcast and it's like before she went crazy. She's like started at the beginning. So uh-huh. she's like, she's like cool. <laughs> she's like pretty cool and normal in all these episodes. <laughs> that, that we you're just to. waiting. For- yeah. And I'm telling her like, it's coming like any moment. You're going to be like, whoa, <laughs> slow down, Jen. <laughs> either that or she just goes along with her (laughs) yeah either either that like because like my girlfriend's a big bernie fan too so it's like uh you know she's gonna all of a sudden be like whoa 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 jen no Mm -hmm. like we all did like we all watched her walk off that cliff slowly and we none of us grabbed her hand we all became bots yeah she uh discovered the truth that we are all bots so mad she figured that out the only one I, of us I know is definitely not a bot, though, is uh, Isaac from the Orville. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. Don't try to call him a robot. No, he's like an advanced uh, something. He's not a robot. He's something cyber advanced. Mm-hmm. So uh, this week we watched <laughs> The Orville <laughs> Season 2, Episode 1. This week uh, we, we decided to try something new when we watched The Orville. Yeah. <laughs> For a change, we decided... Hey, it's a new year, new us. We're going to watch the show. Now, a lot of people out there, the Andrew Gibbon types, might be saying, hey, there's two episodes of the Orville out right now, (laughs) and maybe another one airing tonight when we're recording this. Who knows? You guys are still behind, to which we would respond, okay, do you have to go back and re-listen to all the episodes from season one when the show was airing? You will realize we always have done these a little bit behind to give you time to watch the episode. <laughs> a lot of a do. lot of people a lot of people think we do it too soon after the episode airs, yeah. and I think we should you know really hear them out. Yeah, and I mean I'm not a huge fan of too soon culture, but in this situation, <laughs> this really is too soon. And the least you can do is go back and listen to about like four days worth of podcasts. <laughs> exactly 25 episodes or 24 episodes is no big deal i mean a lot of them don't even get that close to three hours long i mean <laughs> <laughs> anyway so this episode was called jaloja which of course is all my orville uh lore fans know is of course the ceremony where mocklins um piss once a year so funny just really funny really good world building well for a lot of people they think that was just an offhand one-time joke in the first episode that has never been mentioned again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was episode episode one wasn't it yeah the very first episode so they're paying Mm -hmm. tribute to that every episode one of every season (laughs) is going to advance the p thing so it's been a year is that what they're saying here or no, well, no, it hasn't been a year. Uh, less I would than a say, year. I would say it's been more than a year. I think it's been it more has than to a year. be. I, I think there was like a time jump at some point in season one. 
No, they said mm-hmm. it has to be less than a year because they're just finding out about Bordis's annual thing. Well, maybe he did it oh. the other times without telling them or something, without making a big yeah, deal of it. And now they're now they're close enough that they're invited. Yeah, maybe he peed into the vacuum of space. <laughs> <laughs> well, he Definitely. has to do it in the specific place he chose when he was a child. Uh, yeah, and uh, as far as we can tell, people are not allowed to leave the ship. Like you can't just not you can't take vacation from being the Orville, right? No. We've no. never seen that. So they would have to be with him or they would have to take it. Maybe in the um uh gender change episode, maybe he did it really quickly. Mm-hmm. Probably. Well speaking of the gender like, changing I demand a recess. <laughs> He's like <laughs> take a piss. Yeah. <laughs> uh speaking of that episode though. Uh, the reason I think it's more than a year is because we see Clyde and Bordis's child, their son. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Son? Question mark? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe next episode they'll reveal something else. I mean, part of part of aging that child so quickly has to be that they want to do another gender thing, right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Maybe so. I think so. They, they know where their bread and butter is, and that was the episode they got all the people talking and buzzing like oh my god what did you hear what happened on the horrorville last night you know so they want to recapture that kind of magic and uh so they're advancing that child's age rapidly they'll probably say he has some sort of jack disease or whatever (laughs) yeah that's probably what it is no yeah it probably has been one year or less than a year but the kid has jack disease And that's not Jack Allison disease where you become uh, <laughs> angry on Twitter. <laughs> this, is, this is the movie Jack, uh, Francis Ford Coppola, brilliant director. Uh, uh, the movie Jack was starring Robert Williams. Robin Williams, sorry. And, and well, this 90... episode. <laughs> sorry. What's that? I was trying to think of the year of the movie for some reason, but oh, okay. there's, there's no reason for it. Well, I was going to say, like, 90% of the episode was about Bordas having to pee. Like, almost everything in the show is about that. But uh, fans of the show that watched it closely may remember in season one, there was a little bit of a runner, like a will-they-won't-they with uh, Captain Orville and Kelly. Uh, Yeah. If I recall correctly, that was a they-shouldn't-they-shouldn't, not a will-they-won't-they. Well, that's what all of the fans were saying at every point but i think the um, writers maybe were a little behind um hearing the feedback and they kept that going for far too long but now they've had a full year to course correct <laughs> yeah so i expect to see no more of that going forward yeah well this episode of course it, it completely squashed it i mean uh captain orville he's so soft-hearted he was able to uh forgive the the well, there, there's no other word. The bitch, Kelly. Um, and, you know, even float the idea of, you know, getting back together with her. Yeah, that didn't seem believable to me. <laughs> yeah, it was a little crazy. I mean, you have to... I feel like everyone always forgets she cheated on him. <laughs> she cheated on him with the blue guy. Yeah. Derulian. Derulio. Yeah. Jason Derulio. <laughs> but now she's practically cheating on him again because uh, he said he wanted to get back with her. <laughs> but <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> we can't do that because I have a new boyfriend and she won't tell him who the boyfriend is. So he does a very normal and healthy thing. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's just like a lighthearted, funny thing. Well, I like the I like the conversation that when she comes in to tell him that she's dating somebody and she's like, hey, I have something really important to tell you. And he's like, stop right there. Don't talk. You shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I, I talk. <laughs> I'm talking here. Listen to me. Listen to me, bitch. I'm talking. And you're like, whoa. You're like, respect, man. Like, like, shut her down. Tell her what's up. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, they hired some writers who uh, have been around the block, know how to write shows and believable situations like where one character is trying to say something and the other character just says the complete opposite thing. And the one character never stops them. Because that, that happens to all of us all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, it was so awkward. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad. It was so awkward. Yeah. Lee? Geeks? Especially when you consider, like, how far he's lowering himself to be on mm-hmm. the same level as Kelly, who cheated on him. Oh, I almost forgot about that. <laughs> I, like when he, I like when he says to her, he says, like, no, I, hold on. I don't think you quite understand here. I want to be with you, so you should just stop whatever you're doing or thinking and just accept that and be with me. It's pretty big of him, though. He is the captain of the ship. He could order her to break up with her boyfriend mm-hmm. and be his girlfriend, you know? But he doesn't do that because he's, you know, a really great guy. He's such a good guy. <laughs> he's a nice guy. He's thoughtful. She just needs to, like, I can't even believe I have to say this, but, like, give him another chance. She should give him another chance, and then that, without getting that chance, he should realize and remember that, yeah. that she cheated on him. You have to remember the nature of women, though. Like, of course she's going to find some chattiest to, <laughs> to hitch her wagon to. <laughs> that teacher guy was such a chad. I couldn't even handle it. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you know what? I just thought maybe the Orville's plan is like he's going to get her to get back with him so he can then cheat on her as revenge. With De- Derulio? Mm. Maybe with Derulio. Master Derulio, tactician. But yeah, with, with somebody, I would say, definitely. Uh, just maybe Dan? Beat her, beat her at her own game. Maybe Dan, episode. yeah. I feel like, why haven't, why haven't Captain Orville and Gordon hooked up yet? It's like we're all waiting mm, for it. Mm, yeah. Mm. They can't it's just keep teasing us like this forever. They're not afraid to go there. We know that. Well, I think a lot of people would be like, okay, I saw what I came for. I'm done with the show now. <clears throat> it can never get better than this if that happens. Mm. So maybe that's what they're mm. trying not to let it happen. Yeah. If they do that, it's pretty much like, okay, all right, let's go Gordon to the escape pod and let's just shoot ourselves into the sun and do it on the way there. One thing that happened before whatever we're talking about is um, the bartender. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if, if you folks ever realized what was going on. I didn't until Amanda walked by and was like, oh, that's Jason Alexander. No, I did not realize. <laughs> I had I like, no There's idea. no way. You, you misheard that. That can't be. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I heard his voice when well, I was not. I had it on the one monitor while I was playing a video game on the other monitor. Oh, and so I heard him talking at one point 
And I thought, wait, is that Jason Alexander? And then I looked at him and I said, no, that's not Jason Alexander. <laughs> but then I looked it up on IMDb or whatever, and it is James, Jason Alexander. I heard him and saw him and thought, is that Dan? Is that the same guy as Dan character? <laughs> but it wasn't. It was Jason Alexander. Yeah. Yeah. Similar to you three, I said, is that Jason Alexander? <laughs> and by God, guess who it was? <laughs> Jason Alexander. It's good that they covered him in like heavy prosthetics and he could basically do like the Batman turn your shoulders thing and <laughs> you could see into his eyes only. <laughs> Well, he he's at the point in his career where he's not chasing money anymore. He's doing these little artistic things mm-hmm. that really are just going to allow him to express himself. And he's not even mm-hmm. in it to be like, "Hey, I'm Jason Alexander. You should watch this movie and love me." He's just he's trying to hide himself. Is he Emmy chasing though? It seems like maybe it's like a slight Emmy grab, but yeah. it could be cuz I look, I know we've never done Emmy predictions before, but <laughs> best supporting actor, Jason Alexander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay, a lock. but then what about Scott Grimes? Oh, he won last year, and he can't win two in a row, right? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, what about Jay Lee? Um, he'll probably go up for cinematography. I hear he like goes back there between takes and says, "Hey, you should try to you should focus it this way." Mm-hmm. Okay, what about where was Norm Macdonald in this episode? He was. There was a glimpse of uh, Yafit. But, yeah, I don't, but we, he didn't talk. I like this episode that it kind of like bounced around everywhere. It was like it really let you explore the ship. I felt like this was my first real tour of of the Orville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gave us a lot of uh, glimpses of the inside of uh, Doctor Claire's quarters, um, which look like all of the other rooms in the ship, except there's a piano there. Must be nice being in Doctor Claire's room, having a piano. well this is the future it's post-scarcity everybody could have a piano they want that's true i guess you know but yeah i would love a piano that'd be a dream nice stein stein uh uh, nice steinhorn what do they call steinfeld steinfeld (laughs) nice jerry stein nice cherry steinfeld (laughs) (laughs) yeah we could get a piano and play the one song <laughs> they kept playing over and over this episode. Yeah. What was it for Elise? Well, they played for Elise at first and then well, it was for Claire. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, it was Elise. <clears throat> do we have, do we have like a sound, a soundboard? We can drop some, like a golaja or whatever it's called. And yeah. there this time, unfortunately, <laughs> A drop of what? Some sort of soundboard. Do some sort of sound drop. Because I don't know, just something of like a great joke, Tim, kind of thing. Like a, hey, let's remember this moment. You want there to be a sound on the sound? Like you want it to, to be so great. He presses a button and somebody just says, great joke, Tim. <laughs> well, Tim to like a great joke. instruct the audience to laugh in their car. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of get them involved because yeah. they're thinking it. They want to say it. Now they hear somebody else say it. Right. Well, they hear it and they think it kind of sounded like Tim did a great joke right then, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So if we had the soundboard, then we could just confirm that for the people. Well, they're wondering, do the, do the, does the rest of the crew think that Tim made a great joke? 
and we all support you, Greggy. So if you've hit that button, then it's pretty much confirmed. Good joke. What's something to think about? Something yeah, to think about. Yeah. Sure. I mean, something for sure to think about. Uh, so Isaac is in Claire's quarters teaching Claire's uh, son to play the piano. Um, Isaac and Claire are hanging out a lot in this episode. Yeah. Uh, like in the one scene where the the other James's parents, by the way, James is a, a new character, total badass. I love that guy. But her, his parents come by later to uh, accuse uh, Marcus of being the bad boy of school, and Isaac is just hanging out in the room while Claire is talking to these people about you know her child. It seemed very weird to me. Yeah, it, I agree. I agree. And then she invites him. To, uh, to the, the Jaloja, are they well, are they dating? Is that what's going on here? I don't. I was trying to figure out because it seemed like they just kept reinforcing that he's not a not a robot, but whatever he is, and he doesn't have feelings. But they mm. definitely like he went to the fucking parent teacher conference. Like he's not this kid's parent. Why was he there? Yeah, yeah I got a lot of problems true. with that. If that's true, I, sometimes. So, look, my girlfriend's a teacher, and sometimes if like a stepfather or something comes in, I say, "Listen to me, you're not this child's parent. You need to get out of the room." You know, like, sorry, but the fact is, this ain't your, this ain't your as, kid. As the teacher's boyfriend, your job is parent-teacher <laughs> conference bouncer. <laughs> he stands right. at the door and asks for everybody's ID as they come in. Hey, different like, last name. I'm, I'm like, sorry. Yeah, why, gotta... is, why is why is this kid's last name Jones and your last name is? Is James? I mean, it's close, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> you thought, you thought like, that was going to work? Sorry, I get it. His mom has a type. <laughs> <laughs> but your ass is getting bounced, basically. <laughs> Especially if some robot-looking motherfucker comes. In. <laughs> well, I it's guess in weird. a way they could just consider him like you know bringing like your iPhone to the parent-teacher conference or whatever. Like if you brought out your phone and said, uh, "Siri, please uh, look into the hacking of the grades for me," mm. like that would be allowed, wouldn't it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, we don't bring any phones in my girlfriend's parent-teacher conferences, so that sort of thing hasn't come in. The phones stay outside. It it is convenient. Maybe it's just a, like a thing like a hollywood trick it was convenient to have a robot there because he resolved all open questions and problems in like 30 seconds instead of you know stretching them out for like an episode arc it was like yeah. oh i just discovered someone hacked the grades and i figured out with certainty that it was this kid and that means that your kid didn't do it and we're like okay great that could have taken 45 minutes but <laughs> it only took 60 seconds they should have him solve all the problems and all of the episodes should be two and a half minutes long <laughs> It should just be a Twitter feed. But it, it kind of gave you like an insight of the respect people have for a robot like uh, uh, Isaac Bot. He didn't question his judgment or his like his uh, assessment of the situation. Even one for one second, they said, yeah, OK, well, if Isaac has made this deduction, then my son is bad. And, you know, so it, you can see why, you know, Claire respects him. And uh, respects. <laughs> interesting word choice. Okay, well, what do you mean? Well, she asked him out on a date. <clears throat> what do you think happened? Mutual respect. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so Kelly goes to see uh, James and Marcus acting up in school. Uh, for, you know, just out of nowhere, she's going to this classroom. And for a second there, I thought, is Kelly dating James? What's going on here? <laughs> James? <clears throat> James is funny. He said something that made me laugh uh, when they were stealing the... Uh, when they're getting the bottle of vodka, because basically, if if you haven't watched the episode, they steal a bottle of vodka through the uh, machine that can create anything. So they use that to make they hack it to get vodka. And one of the kids is like, man, my mom's gonna kill me. There's another kid there, by the way. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, he's like, my who mom's cares? <laughs> get this kid out of here. Really? Well, what if that kid was the true secret ringleader? Yes. Like nobody even floated that idea. Yeah, like the camera like pans to him and his eye turns red. It's like <laughs> he's like a Terminator. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, but the kid says, oh, my mom's going to kill me if she catches this. And then he, James says, I'm going to kill you if you don't shut up. And I was like, whoa, I like James. Badass. <laughs> Badass kid. It's a real leader of men, you know. I just want to go back to when Claire is talking to Marcus and she's like scolding him about stealing the vodka or whatever. And she says to him, like, you better not say anything else. And then literally her next line is like, I just want you to talk to me. <laughs> and this seems really unfair to me. <laughs> if I were this kid, I'd just be like, what am I, what am I supposed to do here? Like, wow. My mom's a moron. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's a doctor, but she's also the stupidest person I know. She's like texting James. She is a pain in the ass. You're right. <laughs> I think it's it's uh, pickup artistry where uh, it's like, no matter what you do, I can tell you you're wrong and make you feel bad. It's like negging kind of. Oh, well, you see that. You peep game. You see you see that all the time. Yeah. She's like, shut up. Tell me what you did. And then if he doesn't mm-hmm. talk, you'd be like, no, I said, tell me what you did. And then if he does, mm-hmm. you can be like, I told you to shut up. So, Go to your room. Get out of your room. Stand in the stand in between the doorway. It's like, what do you want me to do, Mom? Do you want me to go to my room? <laughs> and well, I uh, like Isaac keeps telling, saying, you know, she is a terrible parent. Mm-hmm. Did she have a kid last year? Like, did did we? I don't know. I don't. I don't read well, those those rags that you read. <laughs> well, ooh, well, is Claire remember, pregnant think- with an alien baby? Like, <laughs> reading all that shit. I think uh, the reason Isaac is hanging out with him is because of the episode last season yeah, uh, where they went to the, they, they crashed on the planet or whatever, and Isaac helped them survive. He babysat for a while. Have you yeah, forgotten that, this? Yeah, that's like, the, no, that, yeah. I, I, that's the continuing arc of him becoming their father. That's the natural, the natural progression is he's going to become their dad because he did such a good job. As their dad. Isaac's dad. Yes. <laughs> or a dad bot. That's better. Izaddy. <laughs> yes, Izaddy. That's probably it. Uh, but no, Kelly isn't dating James after all. <laughs> She's dating Chattius, the teacher. <laughs> Chattius. Oh, yeah. What was his, what's his real name? Uh, uh, did we ever Cassius? find out? Cassius. Oh, yeah. Cassius. Cassius. Oh, what was that? What was that when says like, is it Cassius or Cassius? And she goes, it's Cassius. And he goes, yeah, so it's Cassius. Yeah. Like, like, I know this. I know your little tactics. You want me to call him 
you want me to call him Cassius or Cassius and him to correct me? And of course, blows up in his face. But it turns out his name is actually Cassius, not Cassius. Because Kelly tricked him into looking stupid. Well, because she double mind. She double. Yeah, she double minded him. Yeah. <laughs> Classic double mind. Oh, I just remembered the very beginning of the episode uh, is my favorite running gag, which is that they know everything about and are obsessed with 20th century media, which is yeah, the that's jazz a, that, LP. That's a great little mm-hmm. in-joke for the viewer. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say the running joke that Alara is still in the show. and that she <laughs> It is cruel. They're going to have that- her do a couple of... Like transition scenes, <laughs> introduce her new replacement character. <laughs> I guess we should address this. Um, it's not Halston Sage. They're using some footage from her, like footage that they didn't use in season one, and it's largely CG though. And it's played by she's played by Jason Alexander. <laughs> right. I don't know a, if a you lot guys of that. <laughs> Yeah, well, under basically the Kelly mask, or not Kelly, what's her name? Alara mask is like, it's all prosthetics anyway. So they just put it on him as a gag at one of the like rap parties. And they were like, that works. This could actually work. Well, he was standing by a table with a jar of pickles and, you know, (laughs) cracked one open. And Seth is like, you know, like a cartoon, his jaw hit the floor and tongue rolled out. We shouldn't talk too much about this party that we got invited to because <laughs> we promised it would be off the record, but that did happen. I thought it was yeah. pretty bold of Seth to write the scene about how he shouldn't be dating uh, one of his like yep, subordinates. Yep. <laughs> he shouldn't be dating somebody who works under him because it's not right. And he's arguing for himself in the scene. <laughs> and then does like a creepy drive by and i feel like maybe that is based in some reality somewhere um i don't know oh it, it could be it's fun to think that way though yeah he just really he's talking directly to his critics which i respect <laughs> all artists should do that um through their art but also it's like a mic drop you know he kind of made the point and then at this point no one can disagree with his point Mm -hmm. like it was so masterfully crafted that if two people are in love timing doesn't matter or what was what did he say something like that Mm -hmm. yeah doesn't matter the time who said that uh cat morville i don't i don't remember most of this episode (laughs) when when, when, when kelly was saying like oh i I can't date you. And he's like, no, you don't get it. Like, I like you and want to date you. So you need to date me. <laughs> and she's like, but you're, my, you're the captain. And what's going to happen if me and Bordis can both go to a planet where we surely will die. You will choose yeah, Bordis okay, over okay. me because you love me and yada, yada. And, you know, so this is like the whole conversation that relates to him dating, uh, somebody who works on his show and he's like Tim said, he's talking to his critics and he's saying, well, I'm going to win. I'm going to show you how I'm right by winning the conversation in the show and being so gracious about it and still letting her be on the show, AKA letting her date uh, this guy, James, uh, not James, like Cassius. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Seth, very smart, very well done. Very elegant. I mean, yeah. 
we expected no less of you. <laughs> and no more of you. <laughs> well, everybody's kind of having, you know, love problems in this episode. Uh, you know, Captain Orville can't get with Kelly like he wants. Cassius, or Cassius, I guess, and Kelly, they have a little bit of a fight at one point. Uh, Alara is lonely. Golden, Gordon Malloy wants to date the new lady that, that came. She's like the dark matter cartographer or something like that. Yeah, I didn't doesn't follow. seem too right about her. I don't like her. I don't like her one bit. And it's not just because she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> not completely. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because I don't think she deserves to be in John Lamar's old chair or anything. <laughs> Who who is she? Is that Jody? I'm looking at the list now. Or is it just woman? Maybe they didn't name her. Yeah, I don't know if they named her. <laughs> Alicia no Lee idea. Willis played woman. <laughs> that could be her. I think it is her. <laughs> no, I well, think I woman think it, is probably at the in the bar or something. I think wow. they would have at least said, you know, like black hole cartographer or whatever if 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 they didn't name her. I don't know. I kind of think this looks like her. <laughs> I don't think they've named her yet. All right. Bold, visionary. Will you keep keep posted on that web page? See if anything pops up. If we get any, <laughs> if we get any updates. I somebody online, and I can't believe I was reading comments about this episode of The Orville on the internet. <laughs> but I was, and somebody online said that the new cartographer is played by the same actress who was the the krill teacher when they when they were sneaking onto the krill ship and spying mm-hmm. oh my god oh saying my god. she might be she might be a secret krill so she might be doing the same thing oh. she, that they did to her yeah oh my god to alert the orville <laughs> yeah <laughs> captain orville man that time machine would come in pretty handy right now <laughs> oh come on Oh my god, that is such a good catch whoever uh, wrote that comment. Great yeah, job. Or they, just, or they just made it up to start a rumor, which is also very smart. That doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm sure it's true. Uh, so yeah, we can just take it as a given now that that lady is a traitor, Krill, spy. I like how Alara gave Dan a chance. Yeah, that was sweet. This one for the good guys. Yeah, he he turned out to be so much more than what she initially thought. So much more caring and compassionate. <laughs> there was a scene on the elevator where Captain Orville was like, I think you and I are the most alike of anyone on on the ship. And I've never before gotten like the whole, you know, Alara and Captain Orville should be dating or whatever. But that scene on the elevator, I think it's just that he had so much chemistry with Jason Alexander as Alara. <laughs> I finally saw it, you know? Yeah, he's really elevating that character. <laughs> I am definitely, definitely like rooting for them to fuck and then for him to just go fuck like everybody else on the ship. <laughs> that would be a good, like a triumph season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think she'll be there next episode. I think uh, this was the only one, so... If every episode Dan fucks a new cast member and then dumps them, is that what you want? <laughs> no, I, I want Captain Orville to do that. But now that you bring oh. it up, I also want Dan. <laughs> if to if do Dan that. did it, it would be better. I think. 
<laughs> that were the the main plot line of every episode for the rest of the season. Like, did you get fucked by Dan too? Like, <laughs> he's so good, and he left you too. Oh my god! <laughs> and then the people he left, they start fucking. Yeah, because it's just like they just want some of that runoff. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get this. The attention of the act, because he would love to do this, I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel well, we I, I, you know, he's just so famous. I don't know if he'll respond to us. Like, if we tweeted <laughs> at him. Who is he? Who's Dan? He's Mike Henry. Ugh, Mike right, Henry. Who, his, based you, on his picture, appears to be the voice of that racist Latina uh, character from Family Guy. Oh, great. I love, I love it when <laughs> Seth... Mike Henry. Oh, it says his famous quote is, nobody cared who I was till I put on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, he played, he voiced Cleveland. Oh, wow. Oh, he's got a range. He's got a racial range. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait. <laughs> he's a real racial amphibian. <laughs> this guy voiced. This guy, a Rachel Dozel, like, <laughs> kind of king. <laughs> yeah. I'm like flawlessly but not unoffensive so it's good we should get him on the podcast to pitch this idea for another season to him yeah <laughs> uh, let's see what else happened on this episode oh yeah him creeping by the room in his uh, <laughs> pod yeah pod out there is, okay, and Miranda, you may not know this. This is like a guy thing we all do. It's uh, it's called a drive-by. It's uh, when you're no longer dating somebody, you just drive by their house and stare and in their just window. stare at them. <laughs> stare at and them with their new partner. When they make eye contact with you, you pretend to be invisible and then try to pull it off like you didn't do it. It's like you're trying to cuck yourself, but you're not really. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's normal and it's cool and it's something that if a girl were to find that weird, you know, I would tell her to calm down and just chill out. Which, oh, look, don't give me, when you tell a girl to calm down, how they always get. They get oh, more. That's so true. They don't, they don't calm down. They it's like they didn't, they didn't even hear the words. Yeah. It's, it's like crazy. they think calm down means the opposite. I'm sorry, did I say freak out? <laughs> no, I said calm down. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not even listening to my instructions we need open communication here when i say something you do it <laughs> respect me hey where's my respect it was weird that she just immediately jumped to like he was spying on her or whatever like he's he's the captain maybe he was doing like a performance <laughs> review or something you know he's doing an inspection <laughs> <laughs> there's some water damage on the, on the front of the ship here I mean, he was spying on her, but that's besides yeah. the point. But she didn't Maybe. know that. She don't know, yeah. She might have gotten her hands on the episode before it was released and make it look like he was spying on her. She's something she would do. Uh, one of the jokes I liked from the episode, I mean, of course, I liked all the jokes. One all of them of were really so funny. so many. Yeah. So many. I was, like, laughing from minute one to the final uh, moments of the show, but... One of them that really stood out to me was when they were uh, talking about how he had spied on her and stuff. And um, she was like, oh, you have some kind of uh, snarky comment you want to make, don't you? 
his only comment he could come up with was that he saw him in the mess hall uh, drinking tea with two hands. And uh, just how, you know, petty that was uh, tickled me. And I, I laughed at that joke almost as much as all the other jokes. Actually, this was the worst joke of the episode. Now the that time, I think the time <laughs> that I laughed the most in the episode was when Dr. Claire was talking to her son and she went, look, but I thought she said, fuck. So did I. <laughs> That was a really clever joke. <laughs> that she just said, fuck. Like, she was, like, fed up with parenting for a second. Yeah, like, she was about to, like, take off, like, <laughs> like her. I feel like if she had a wig on, she would take it off at that moment and be like, put it down. I don't know why I'm imagining, like, a, a somebody in a powder room like, or something, like, after a long day of dancing or something. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, but that's what's going through my head right now. But yeah, she would take off her, her hair and be like, look, I put on this parent costume all day and I just got to take it off for a second, basically, and say the word fuck. My favorite joke, uh, which we haven't talked about yet, was um, the uh, like pickup video game that yes. they were playing. And uh, the difficulty was, levels. Yeah. That's, yeah. It was like, that was, was my other joke. Nine? Oh, so good. Oh. <laughs> so good like a sufficiently talented man should be able to have sex with a married woman with a gun <laughs> right. that's the triumph of skill anyway i'm looking forward to seeing him increase his level throughout the season <laughs> which is another one of the little subplots of the show is that john lamar is of course the girl guru of the ship Mm -hmm. um he teaches gordon moy how to um be confident so he can ask a woman out on a date uh he gets him a, a jacket with a, a lot of zippers on it because you always um you should always have one more zipper than you think you need it's so funny but also so true yeah yeah because that jacket seemed like it really only needed 47 zippers but it actually needed 48 <laughs> gosh so, Miranda, does that work on you? Are you just looking for a guy with a lot of zippers? I'm just counting the zippers when I go out. <laughs> like, six? Okay, what do we got over here? Ooh, eight. Okay. And, Who, and, who's that? And you're thinking, okay, how many zippers does this guy think he needs? Because <laughs> it's one more than that. Because if he thinks exactly. he needs 12, he needs 13. Exactly. So you got to ask him, hey, how many zippers do you think? And like, don't count answer first quick <laughs> and uh it, it gets really frustrating I, i've heard i've you know i've never <laughs> been in this situation because then you're really into this guy and then you want to like you know start having sex but then you have to take his clothes off to have sex and he instantly <laughs> becomes unattractive when he takes his jacket off mm -hmm. and it's hard to figure out which zipper to use to take it off yeah. exactly <laughs> and that's why me personally, I have almost all of my zippers in my socks so that I could just leave it on. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so you you got to have that one zipper, though. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Yeah. You got to have that one special zipper. Come on, Tim. You know about the special <laughs> zipper. Okay. I was pretending, but yeah, we're all dogs the here. Zipper, the zipper for your wiener, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i need a lot of teeth in that zipper okay <laughs> okay why <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, you know, uh, I just like fine craftsmanship, and it's it's smaller and smaller teeth. It's just impressive. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Just a way of peacocking. <laughs> One of the Spe- many ways you can peacock your of pelvis. Peacocking. When Bordis was standing on the ledge and he said Fallujah, uh, like, you know, and the worm Fallujah or whatever he said. Yeah. Uh, he's, and he, I was just hoping for like a big water pump full of piss to just, like, a, and then yeah. like a comically like large, uh, like circumference of the cylinder of piss, you know, like, like, like it would have been. I was expecting something like that. Not like like a stream, a tiny stream. Like a shot of Niagara Falls or something. Yeah, something like that. Like just like from like, you know, and it was in uh it was like backlit, so you know, it was just the uh uh just a shadow of him or whatever. Uh forget the word for it. But um uh yeah, so what? Yes, that's the word. Man, you're so you're not just a numbers guy sometimes. Uh you're a words guy too. But that would have been so good. <laughs> to see like shooting out. I would actually laugh, but then they cut away maybe sensors or something. Really? I don't know. Are you allowed to yeah. My me? number one hope was we see Bordis's dick. Okay. <laughs> Probably yeah. not going to happen. We only see Yafit's dick on the Orville, but number two, do we see that number one, you know, yeah, <laughs> the piss going out into the cab. Well, cab- I mean, like, okay. So he gave, he laid an egg, right? And it was a pretty big egg. So, I don't. I don't pretend to know everything about the Mocklin, uh genitalia and reproductive system, but why you're the alien expert? If it's anything like my understanding of of how uh, reptiles uh, lay eggs and birds, it's through the same hole that they pee with. So uh, it should be able to produce a pretty large stream of piss, <laughs> is what I'm saying here. At least uh, egg sized. And that's right, you know. Was it what was their game where you throw the egg and it has like blades in it? What? Yeah, I remember. It was like hot I remember potato. The game. It was right. a hot potato with a with that shot blades out every like randomly. Oh, is that yeah, an egg? Yeah. You have some sort of that's like cool. egg shaped thing. I don't know where you're getting at here. Like, where did he I, pull this toy out of? I don't, what are you saying? <laughs> no, I, I think I was thinking that was a Mocklin egg, which would get, then show us exactly how big their eggs are. No, we saw him sitting on the egg. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a big. Egg. I did forget about that. That was all the way back in like episode two or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm, take me back. <laughs> Relive all those adventures once again. The first time seeing the the Mocklin surface or the magical world with Priya. Mm. <sighs> Such good times we've had. Avaraki she loved him. Those, oh. All those unopened pickle jars. Oh. Uh, yeah, so they, they do that ceremony. Um, some of the people brought a date. I guess just Kelly and Claire, really. I Yeah, I mean, part of the episode was that it's, like, really rude to not bring a date to the thing. But then almost nobody brought a date. And there were kids there. Are the kids supposed to bring a date? Yeah. I don't know. There are some problems. 
And I, I think we might have to finally admit there may be some problems with this show. But and it's, Kevin, it's not their fault. I'm sure there they, was a reason for it. They only had a year to write this episode, so they didn't have time to figure out how all the, you know, because this is complex. There's basically no plot in this episode. There's like 30 little vignettes. 30, 30 B stories <laughs> that should be like following around. Like, I mean, what's going on in this vast universe that you can just take a day off for a guy to go take a piss like and that's supposed to be like funny or something but i'm thinking there's some child right like a not, not even it i don't know how far your empathy reaches but just because it's not a human child and maybe an alien child was on our planet alone starving and the orville could be over there rescuing them doing what he does best saving the day but instead we're all going to take our crew of apparently like there's at least like 50 or 60 people there on the ship. I'm going to say maybe like 300 even. Yeah, I would say 100. It's unclear. It keeps changing. Yeah, true. Well, I think at the classroom there was like what, like nine kids a class. (laughs) If each kid has two parents that were doing, they were at like 18 plus the nine. Okay. (laughs) So we're at 27. Tim, can you help me out here? (laughs) 27 people. Yeah, we're up to 27. <laughs> and that's but not all, the, no, not all the kids have two single, parents. Yeah, you gotta count for some single parents. Doctor, okay, you got a doctor quit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, but even then, okay, say we, say we do half of them have only one parent, which seems like a lot, but then again, it's a dangerous job, so maybe they are getting killed. But up then right. some of the aliens are probably from a species where you have more than two parents, so that's it averages out to two. Yeah, I would say okay. averages out. I've, I like how you say that, Tim, because you're kind of reaching into my world of aliens <laughs> but you're also using your numbers and saying there's more than like two parents in this alien group and that's just like when worlds collapse i think kev i think you and i need to get together and write a research paper together really really i think okay. we could get published yeah and in what and like in an orville themed journal in, in one of your rags where claire's pregnant again <laughs> i'm talking about Stop fanfic her. of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> one of joe's filths <laughs> filthy joe <laughs> that's him although i don't think marcus's brother was in the class with him so there must be at least one other classroom there, of kids. well yeah because also the other kids parents were like we want marcus transferred into a different class oh so yeah so there's another class at night kids just for that age group mm-hmm. and then surely oh. there's other age groups it's a shame they have a class system on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> the ageism is uh, it's palpable, you know. It's sick. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But, you know, they're not afraid to go there <laughs> and expose the dark truth of oh. the school system. Go somebody else say something, please. <laughs> we didn't mention how Gordon was not then able to actually ask the new lady out on a date. Like, he, he walked up to her like he was going to say something, but then he just walked around her and walked back to John Lamar and said he couldn't do it. Yeah, I could relate. Yeah, I, I it was it was fun that that was just the end of that plot line, because I thought there was going to be more to it, but... <laughs> no, he just is too scared. Yeah, it was like yeah. an innovative plot structure, I thought. Yeah, his resolution was to, like, join... Alara and uh, Dan's B story and like <laughs> kind of was, they did like a two birds one stone with his little poem thing like he ended both of their things and then the lady went with the boss man or Captain Orville 
She's got the hots for Orville. Who doesn't? I feel bad for her because it's it's very sweet that she, of course, she falls for him and everything. But you just know as soon as he realizes that's what's going on, he's going to put a stop to it immediately for ethical reasons. You know, he can't date a subordinate. Mm-hmm. Well, now that he knows uh, yeah. that that's a thing, he can never date. He can only date another captain or. Yeah. Or maybe like uh, Admiral Halsey. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know. Wait, no, no, no. Yeah. I guess yeah. he could only date another captain. Yeah. Or a civilian. Yeah, or a civilian. Or even a krill, dare I say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. that, that can make it work, actually. Because since she is a spy. Yeah. Maybe they actually will fall in love and then be able to get married. Well, that's not confirmed, Greg. We haven't confirmed if she's All a spy. Right, well. It, it makes a lot of sense, is all I'm saying. If if we're confident that this podcast and show will be around for another 10 years, we could take bets now on how long until they have an episode that humanizes the krill. Mm. I bet it's like season four or five. You, I, I would say two more two more episodes. I feel like it was <laughs> season one. Uh, I feel like they were humanized to me. I don't know how what level your empathy extends to Tim. Okay. But I'm a very empathetic person and I'm an anthropologist and I've been reading a lot of ethnographies and it's really, you know, I'm not book smart, but I'm heart smart. Oh, you're, you're so empathetic. Uh, emphasis on the pathetic. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. damn. All right. All right. I got nothing to say to that. I just got, I just got fucking owned. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to, you know, give up. Yeah, you just gotta sit in that shit. Just gotta smell it. Yeah. Well, I'm not not pathetic. I'm a doctor, first of all. So <laughs> and I don't have the patience to deal with you. Oh shit. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 I don't have the patience oh, okay. to deal with you. Okay, Doctors okay. doctor doesn't have the patience for you. So that I guess Doctor, no patience would make you not a very good doctor. It seems like all your patients are dying. Because you have no... Doctors should have patients. Yeah, or just nobody wants to to go to you. Well... Bad Yelp reviews. Maybe you don't take the right insurance. Maybe you should, like, start looking into that. I don't know. I'm just a humble doctor who... uh, Is trying to make a living for my family and... Sorry, but I don't have the patience for your right now. And uh, yeah, uh, I do make house calls. Okay, so uh, that's why the patients aren't in my office because I make house calls. I go to the house. They're my patients at the house. Okay, so you do you do have patients? Yeah, but I don't have them on me. Like you say, like you go to a doctor's office, you say you got any patients, and he'll like look at the at the the waiting room and say, I got like eight or nine right now. Right? Right? You Right? Well say you have to Okay. Okay, now it's my turn. I'm gonna have to just sit back and take it. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so if that's what they say, then that's what's up. And just you know, respect doctors tim no, you don't you're, respect doctors you're right you're right there's just this one tiny little thing that 
I've just oh, been thinking God. about. I mean, you're right. You're right. You own me. But just this one little uh-huh. thing, I just can't get out of my head, you know? It's like a gnat in my ear. Uh, is that you must be visiting patients at their houses because you don't have a house to visit them in your house. So you're a homeless doctor. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Guys, stop fighting. Is this is Tim going to start no, going there? No, keep going. No, Tim's keep going. Tim's going to start going there. Tim, I don't know if I told you this, but I make house calls. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you really want to give me a place to stay, I can kick your ass and then you can let me stay at your house. Because I make house calls. I need a place to stay. Sounds like a nice night. I'll beat you up. I'll beat you up. I'll bandage you up. You just give me a little bed. <sighs> you too. I have a big bed. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the college size twin. It's six inches longer. I don't care. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tim, nobody cares. Your stupid bed. Oh, if I had the sound board right now, I'd be hitting that good one, Kevin. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's just move on. I'm just holding oh, up. Kev, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Already? Already? Thought, I don't know. I, thought, I don't know the patience Kev, for this. You, <laughs> Kev, you thought I cared? Oh, that's so cute. You thought I cared. I, yeah, that whole cute. time I was faking it. I didn't care the whole time. No, it is cute because I'm cute. <laughs> yeah, you're real cute. Every, yeah, that's what I do. It's part of my essence. So, yeah, it's going to be cute. It's going to be real cute. Yeah, you're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Kawaii. Uh, <laughs> Did you want to call anybody else cute? Like if we're just calling people cute everybody else yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Kev's the cute one <laughs> like okay alright I'm, I'm the cute smart one <laughs> <laughs> he because he's a doctor has no patience <laughs> I do make house calls <laughs> uh, I guess the only thing left on the episode there's more well there? the only thought I had left was for a second at the end where Dan was reading his poem to uh, Gordon, I thought, oh, what if these two hooked up? That would be really interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be cool. Man, I why would. Don't, why don't you think it's going to happen? Well, I think they're probably going to try and uh, bring back the Dan and Alara thing. Although she's leaving the show. So does that yeah. mean Dan is also leaving? Dan can't leave. He has to fuck everybody. Oh, right. Yeah. He, they can do three. that really quickly. They can have another episode that's just thirty B stories, and each one of them is a new Dan romance, a road dance. Did anyone else think those the poem was kind of a tip of the hat to Alex Arbor? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, it was I didn't. I didn't even as catch good that. As an Alex Arbor song, there wasn't as there wasn't as much. Uh, there was like the fingers penetrating type of mm-hmm. innuendo that I just can't get enough of, you know, and like fish hooks sounds of it. It's very like a worker. Like it makes me think of a fisherman. Like Alex Arbor just reminds me of fisherman because he's like a, a blue collar kind of like he works every day. 
mm-hmm. comes home. What happens at midnight? Something happens at midnight. He turns into a, <laughs> into the split monster or something. And, yeah. <laughs> and the music exactly. comes. <laughs> the only difference is if Alex Arbor wrote the poem, there would be a lot more of like, in the poem, Alara would be telling Dan how good he is at penetrating her heart with his fingers and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, like you, you love it so much when I <laughs> Yes, yes. And if I was Alex Arbor, I would have put out like if I knew they were gonna put me on you know, national TV, I would put like a open call five thousand dollar reward for the my cum bandit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's still at like, large, folks. And if you have any clues uh, as to how we can catch this guy, please give us a call. I, splash I job think it's it. a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I think we established that it's a woman. I'm not sure. I, I haven't seen any proof of that yet. She, that's why she's. Okay, fine. <laughs> the Watch Bandit and the Cum Bandit. Or, no, it's the Scott Grimes Watch Bandit, right? Scott Grimes Watch yeah. Bandit. Okay. <laughs> Alex Arbor commanded. Are are they the same person? Mm. We'll see that that Venn diagram, who knows, it may just be one circle. We don't know. If uh, and that doesn't make sense unless there's multiple. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. There's, we're a series of masks. Uh, it's a team of eight people like Banksy or something and they just steal in his cum. But yeah, any clues? 775-285-6224. It's getting real bad out there. Like, we need to catch this. Yes. Yeah. We have a voicemail. Are we going to listen to it? I didn't prepare it to listen to it. Oh, okay. We'll save that. Yeah, I guess not this time. I want to hear it. Well, you can. But... <laughs> yeah, you'll just have to open the email and listen to it. Cause... Yeah, it's too much work. I'll wait I don't for, have it ready to play for like a month and a half. <laughs> So we do episode two. Uh, but we got to rate this episode. Oh. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. I forgot we did that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Well, Kevin, why don't you go first? What do you give this episode? Uh, I rate this episode two parents because it takes two parents to create a stable home for a child. Or else you will have kids like Marcus running amok. <laughs> <laughs> So that's, so that's also, two out that's of a two. Per- that's a perfect score. Yes. Okay. How about you, Tim? I give it a perfect score. It's the best episode yet. And what number is that? I mean, it's up to your interpretation. It's a perfect score. Mm-hmm. Lame. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's one border's no. penis out of one yes, border's penis. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's not even <laughs> circumcised. It's oh, like the full. Wow, whole, go, keep going. It's keep perfect. Going. Fully intact. Describe the inside of it. Go, keep going. It's, okay, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. It's blood. It's all blood. <laughs> blood. I love it. I love it. I love when you talk like that. Okay, Miranda, how about you? What are you going to give it? I would give it uh, one out of one Dan poems because... I when I watch an episode of the Orville like this one, I feel just like Scott Grimes does when he hears Dan's poems. Yeah, it really speaks to you. Yeah, it just touches my soul. <laughs> Scott Grimes, I gotta say it. 
My favorite guy on the show. Sorry, Seth. Sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, no. I didn't say, no, 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 no. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> uh-uh. I didn't say you that. You can get away with the one. Get away with the one. Get away with the one, right? Let's not, let's not jump in my throat here, okay? All right? Let's not uh, say things that okay. uh, we shouldn't be saying. <sighs> but you There's saw one that. rule. One rule on this podcast. Uh-huh. Seth is supreme. I think we have more more rules than that, but that's one of them. <laughs> All the other ones follow from that. Yeah. That's true. Uh, personally, I would give this episode four out of four drunk teens. Oh, yes. Are they... Uh, so it was three of them, and if I remember correctly, they drank half a bottle of vodka? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't they be dead? <laughs> it, yeah, I mean... If you're like a 12-year-old boy... Tim, sounds like a real dweeb right now, man. <laughs> when I was twelve, oh, and when I was twelve, yeah. half bottle minimum to the face. <laughs> yeah, and back then, Kevin, he wasn't even drunk like Marcus was when uh, Claire caught him. Yeah, he could they drink could... a half bottle, and you know, you wouldn't even be able to tell. Yeah, that'd be good. Good. But who knows? Maybe that stuff's a lot stronger in the future. And he was good acting. He was drunk because I knew he. I knew they were all drunk. <laughs> he was a good kid actor. Yeah, and that's hard to do. A lot of adult actors can't do that. Most of them yeah. just have to actually get drunk in order to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't think that's what happened on this episode, do you? <laughs> oh, well, Seth is a visionary, <laughs> and he wrote and directed this one. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I mean, he would let a kid he, do that. Okay, well, look, he lets a dog do it on his other show, you know? Ooh, so, true. Uh, that would kill a dog. Oh, yeah, well, that half bottle mm-hmm. would definitely kill a dog. I don't know about kids, but... Not my dog. My dog would <laughs> <take> anything. <laughs> I don't know, do you have some, like, city dog or something? Like a little poodle? Mm. <laughs> okay, don't bring in this background on me now. Tim's dog's the... Budweiser dog or whatever the Bud Light dog. <laughs> yeah. Spuds McKenzie is yeah. Tim's dog. <laughs> yeah. So it's different. <laughs> His dog's built different. <laughs> Beast mode. <laughs> uh, I did find a few tweets this week. Uh, Shia McLeod, <laughs> comma, author, uh, at Shia underscore McLeod. She says, uh, pizza, wine, and hashtag the Orville, a perfect evening. Couldn't agree more. That is the number one way to spend the evening. Hey, is this like a classic tweet? Is this like a repeat tweet that we're looking at? Uh, no, this like... was from uh, the 30th of December. Oh God, <laughs> when this episode, when this episode uh, aired. I feel like we've done that exact same one. No, you would think so, but it's new. Okay. Um, and I just retweeted it just to make, make sure everybody can tell. Um, let's see. Tony at Tony Sweetheart. Oh, Tony underscore Sweetheart. Sorry. Uh, she says, my new wine mug. Keeping it classy for season two. Uh, wine glass emoji at the Orville. Hashtag the Orville. And uh, the mug is a the Orville mug. Whoa. That's cool. That's cool. How do we get that? Why don't oh, we I'm, have those? 
Oh, wait a second. Uh, I, I was looking at this in a, in a window that it was not the uh, the official The Orville podcast window because uh, apparently we are blocked from following that Tony <laughs> Sweetheart. What? Uh, can't, can't retweet this one. From who? Tony who? Tony at Tony with an I underscore sweetheart. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix it. Doesn't seem right like now. that much of a sweetheart if she's blocking <laughs> us. Yeah, how do, how does she like the Orville, but not like our podcast? That's really weird. Coward. What a coward. <laughs> um, all of our fans, please tweet at this person and just say coward. She will know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're gonna have to find the the tweet on your own because I can't I can't retweet it for you. She has has posted about the Orville so many times in the last three hours that I don't know (laughs) if I'm going to be able to find it. Uh, Let's see. Another one. Seth MacFarlane tweeted, don't miss hashtag the Orville season premiere this Sunday on Fox. (laughs) And uh, Anthony 02777 uh, parentheses check mark parentheses at Anthony 0277 tweeted to Seth. I love watching hashtag the Orville while drinking a glass of wine. Unfortunately, I've not received the decanter and platter that at R Witherspoon bought me from at Crate and Barrel. Hopefully it will arrive in time for me to watch at Johnny Bones win his strap and then watch hashtag the Orville. Uh, and R- at R Witherspoon is Reese Witherspoon. Wait, what? <laughs> Apparently. He, he's saying that Reese Witherspoon bought him a decanter. <laughs> Who is this? Uh, it's a- Anthony zero two seven seven. Guys on crack. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with people? Uh, his his description uh, on Twitter is verified. Reese uh, verified Reese Witherspoon said she got me a decanter, but it hasn't arrived. I don't think there ever was a decanter. <laughs> 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 this dude got catfished by a fake reason. <laughs> it's like for a decanter. <laughs> like, how does that happen? <laughs> what steps do you go through to get, get that pulled out? They <laughs> tweeted at her five hours ago to Reese Witherspoon responding to a Golden Globes thing. <laughs> I will forever remember the decanter that never was. <laughs> that never was a decanter, was there, Reese? The hashtag decantergate movement is gaining traction. Oh, Let's so try to resolve this decanter debacle. So this Hope to receive it soon. This guy's a funny guy. <laughs> this is my this is my favorite one. It's from Who's December twenty seventh. It says, I wonder if people are reading my tweets thinking that I am selling or advertising decanters. I'm not. <laughs> Just trying to get an update on the decanter that out. At our Witherspoon got me. It hasn't arrived yet. Hashtag decantergate. Hashtag what's up. At Crate and Barrel. Hashtag where is my decanter. I, for one, did not think that he was trying to sell decanters because it sounds like he doesn't have any to sell. Uh, wow. This, this, this is, is great. This is all this guy's account is dedicated to. <laughs> <laughs> He's got seven followers. <laughs> Coming at him every day. They want to hear more about this decanter that <laughs> the liar Reese Witherspoon is keeping from him. <laughs> I mean, if she's a fraud, she's... wow, pretty cool That's guy. Great. That's great. <laughs> the perfect kind of uh, Orville content. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
Oh, he Not also me. he also is out there defending uh defending white people, looks like. So. Oh. Oh thank God. Cool. So he's like an activist then. Yeah. I see a lot of tweets of him involving the Ellen show and William Shatner. Uh yeah, that's where he's that's where he's defending white people like William Shatner and Ellen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like his style. No, 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 what? Like what my opinion doesn't matter just because I'm a white male. I'm sorry. Where's my voice? Hello. Speaking into this megaphone, but it seems like it's not on, you know? That's how I feel sometimes. So I'm right with you, buddy. You know, like where's our voice? It's getting squandered in this America, this new America. Uh <laughs> anyway. so called America. I don't even know if it's called yeah. that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I guess I'm in Americant now because like, apparently I can't do anything anymore. I can't Me, say anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. At this I'm point, an, I, I'm an American decanter. American <laughs> <laughs> American decanter. Oh man! I, I wish Reese. I had the soundboard. <laughs> Reese, we got to get you on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the people on Twitter aren't all saying nice things. Uh, James Scott at Zimpaz says, what the hell has happened to hashtag the Orville? Season two is pure soap opera shite so far. It's supposed to be sci-fi at the Orville. Did he not see any of the aliens? I'm sorry. There's aliens. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of aliens in this episode. There was even a whole new alien played by Jason Alexander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were doing... Uh, if you think about it, the whole ship is science. If you look around you, everything is science from the cup that you're holding, that you're drinking water out of, to the very computer that you're talking on. It's actually even science. So the whole show is science. And sorry, it's fiction. So I know you wish it was real. So it's science fiction. The end. Closed case. That's just, Kev, you should go easy on some of our fans because they're going <laughs> to stop listening. Well, he got his ass handed to him, so <laughs> take it with him back to his dumbass house, his <laughs> dumbass family. And I guess the other segment we do, uh, other podcasts. Um, so I searched uh, iTunes to try to see, you know, which one stopped. I think most of them did stop, luckily. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we are, we're really catching up to all the uh, big names in the podcasting uh, world. When it comes to the Orville, except for I saw a new one had started. It's called Orville Land. It's from Ooh. SBS Viceland in Australia. Uh, a TV channel is doing a, an Orville podcast. Is it um, related to Vice? I think this is uh, a separate thing. Oh, okay. I think SBS just buys American shows and Viceland is one of them. No, I'm wrong. Okay. It might be the same thing. I don't know. Oh, well, it's, I'm glad that you're well-researched, Tim, before you open your mouth and <laughs> spew a bunch of garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only had a year to prepare for this episode, so. <laughs> well, to be fair, SBS just popped on our radar today. Yeah. <sighs> but, so they appear all, to be a semi-official Orville podcast. Well, no, they can't no, be because what? we're the official yeah, Orville podcast. Yeah, I don't remember sanctioning this. Okay, uh, that, is that official? They're officially unofficial? They're not an official podcast. 
Well, no, of course they're not. No. Sorry, Orvalin. If Dan Shelley and Sid had come to us and said, can we be the official The Orville podcast of Australia? I mean, we would have entertained that No, I would have said idea. We're, we, we're already the, the official Orville podcast of Australia and all other countries. You yeah. know what? You know what I don't get? Mm. It's like Orville and what? Orville and Orville and what? Uh, right? Sort of, um, big yeah. error. Big, big, big mistake there. Mm. Big error. Oversight there. They okay. This is how stupid this podcast is. So they did their first episode. Okay, fine. That's it's only thirty three minutes. They didn't try that hard. It's <laughs> dumb to begin with, though. And then they do their second episode, and guess who they get on as a guest? Who? Adrian Palicki, Kelly. Oh, fucking typical. Oh yeah. So you can see what so side stupid. of things they're, they're just dumb. They're really stupid. Yeah, they're like the Trumps. Like just the whole Trump family, pretty much. So this makes me think, since their first guest was Kelly, it makes me think they know that what they're doing is wrong, and they're mm-hmm. just embracing it. They're like the villains of the Orville yeah. podcast world. Okay, well, it's time to heed the calling, guys, and, you know, we need to fly to Australia and murder these three people. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Well, I mean, you do make house calls. I make house calls. <laughs> You guys look a little under the weather down there in Australia. Yeah, you so, guys look a little sick. And guess what? I make house calls. So Dan, Shelley, and Sid, I get that you have a TV show or whatever based on the Orville now, but you need to stop, quit it. Um, just play our podcast instead. Like, that's fine if that's what you want to do. Yeah, I mean, if if they come to us with enough money, we'll let them syndicate this podcast in Australia. Mm-hmm. And then they don't have to do this honestly pathetic thing that they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Like doing dumb shit, like getting Adrian Pavlaki. I mean, I would love to talk to her about like Friday Night Lights and Jeff stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, but and then it gets like what she's done as Kelly has really hurt the world, I would say. I don't know if I, I can forgive her for that. Her, I just want to ask her what happened, you know, like. What happened? Like who? Like why? I don't. Know. What happened? Why? Yeah. Tell me what happened. Uh, it's sad what some of these people do for a little bit of the Orville fame. Mm-hmm. Cloud chasers. Pathetic. <laughs> pathetic. It's, it's not empathetic. <laughs> sure. Pathetic. Uh, I think that's all the segments we do on the show, except for. Everyone's favorite. The final segment. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Uh, a golden ori. Or yes. There was a little bit of talk last season. Are we switching it to the captain's kiss or are we staying? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. We should do that. Let's I freshen cap- it up. I'd rather have the captain's kiss. I would love the captain's kiss. Let's be honest. No one's ever going to catch Miranda in terms of number of gold noris. But if we're starting back at zero with captain's kisses, we have a chance. <laughs> I love the idea of me just being the official record holder for all time of gold noris and nobody even getting a chance to catch up with me. Also, you can't uh, the new Captain's Kiss Award, uh, Miranda's ineligible. No, wait, uh, no, I don't. Well, okay, I'm listening, actually, Tim. Why? Why have, is that? Just because, you know. Sorry, guys. Something just, just like hit me. Like, and it's like, 
I don't know how I didn't realize this before, but this is kind of against policy. I don't know if you can get a kiss from the captain because he's our captain. Oh, true. Yeah. Like ethically, I don't know if I'm allowed to yeah. give give kisses. Although Captain Orville did give kisses a kiss to Kelly last season. Uh, and um, uh, Priya. Who might I get in the way of love? Give those kisses, Captain. Give me a kiss. <laughs> well, I have to consider. Uh, let's see. Tim and Kevin did fight a lot this episode. Mm-hmm. And it yes, did sir. make me very uncomfortable. I didn't like it. I tried to get them to stop, but they kept fighting. So I think it's got to go to Miranda this time. Yes. Yes. Mwah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh. Now, boys, please take this as a lesson. No fighting next episode. Oh, this is no. all your fault, Tim. <laughs> this is Go all your Chris. fault. <laughs> as soon as Greggy's not here, I'm going to beat your pants. I'm going to give you a pants beat down. <laughs> your pants are getting the curb stomped out of them. I'm tearing up those pants, boys. Give me those pants, Pants well, attack. Well, I'll get those pants later. When Grady's not looking, man. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna dance on those pants. Hold on, I'm getting a call here from Michael Jordan. <laughs> Tim, hide your pants. Kevin is gonna beat them up. Click. Wait, sorry, just real quick. It's funny, they must have been talking to each other because his good friend Charles Barkley's calling me now. Kev. <laughs> Who is this? This is Charles Barkley. I'm sorry, Barkley? He, he, he must have put Ray Romano on the phone. Is Ray Romano? <laughs> uh, I don't, hey, it's the masked caller like on Fox. <laughs> Kev, you gotta hide those pants. Mm, wise words. <laughs> we never. There's no uh, we reason. Don't know who it was. <laughs> no someone. Someone at the Golden Globes. It could be anyone. It could be LeBron. <laughs> and of course, uh, the 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 captain's kiss does not have the same rules as the Golden Ori. Like a guest can receive this award. Mm, okay. Oh, so you, Joe, you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to get Joe as the next guest, right? You've been trying to kiss Joe for years. <laughs> Just give it up. <laughs> Uh, he keeps He's hiding. <laughs> he won't give in to my advances. What's the uh, what? What did Scott Grimes say to finally get the fake woman? Oh, I know. Like I, I'm I dying. I'm dying, one. and you have to date <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, that was great. Just like know, such a great strategy. Joke. Like really, really. Yeah, do good. that. Do that with Joe, Greggy. That might work. <laughs> Oh, just found out. Oh, this is so stupid, but I just found out I'm dying. <laughs> uh, I wrote my bucket list. My doctor. Ugh. Wait, Tim, what? Is this real? Yeah. Tim. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, Tim. I have my bucket list here. It's, Miranda, uh, Miranda, give me that kiss back. <laughs> no, I can't. I already swallowed it. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to. You must have a greasy throat. Greg, that was you're fast. Gonna, Greg, you're going to have to. This... You're gonna have to stay with her for a day or two until that kiss comes <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm 
Got to rinse that, rinse that baby off and give it to Tim. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I guess. You can blow a new one. There's only one per week. Oh, you gotta charge up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have to recharge. Okay, guys, I think that's it. Great. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. I know what you're thinking, and you're right. If we ever met, we'd totally become best friends. And as soon to be besties, I bet you're already wondering when I'm going to get you this year. Well, we just met, so... I got you this cute decanter. I know, well, I got this one for myself, but I got you one, too. Did I throw in a pretty platter as well? I'm not telling you, but I definitely did. It's like we'll eventually always say, the better you gift, the better you get. That's right. I knew I liked you. 